0: having bipolar disorder does not mean you're broken it means you're strong and brave for battling your mind every single day by happyplace.com Bipolar disorder is a chronic mood disorder that causes intense shifts in mood, energy levels, and behavior. Yes, it's a mental health issue and people with bipolar disorder also have depressive episodes. To know more about it, we have a very special guest whose journey will not only inspire you but clear your doubts regarding bipolar disorder. Hello and welcome to another special episode. I am your show host Mitali Uhuri, and today we are joined by Lynn Ray who's an inspirational speaker, success coach and author. She was diagnosed with depression at age 30 and bipolar disorder at age 35. Two psychiatrists told her at age 39 she would never work full-time again and she has proven them wrong. She has written two books, The F-Book, Seven Fs to creating your fantastic future teaches you how by incorporating these Fs will lead to a happier, healthier, more joyful life. And those Fs are family, friends, fun, fitness, fulfillment, finances, and faith. The other book is called My Journey Back to Myself, which depicts her struggles and recovery from bipolar disorder. As an inspirational speaker, she shares with others her coping strategies in living with bipolar disorder and how she learned to be a productive member of society again. So with all that being said, let us welcome her with all the love and gratitude. Lynn, welcome to Self Talk Show. First of all, a big thank you for choosing Self Talk Show as a medium to spread awareness and share your inspirational journey on the said topic. Secondly, I am very honored to have you as guest speaker on my show. So would you like to discuss your journey to recovery from bipolar disorder? How did you cope up with this devastating statement told by not one, but two psychiatrists that you would never work full time again?
1: Thank you very much for that kind introduction, Matali. As you said, I have bipolar disorder. I was diagnosed with major depression when I was 30 and 5 years later bipolar disorder after two nervous breakdowns in which i was hospitalized for 3 weeks at a time 5 years later i was working full time i was happy i was had left my marriage and then i got sick again and couldn't work and that's when two psychiatrists told me i'd never work full time again i did not take this news well at all I knew somehow, some way, I would eventually prove them wrong. And that began a long journey of recovery for
0: me. Lynn, you are very brave and a true inspiration to all of us. What type of bipolar disorder did you suffer with? Also, would you like to blow off some myths that people have regarding this issue?
1: Bipolar disorder is characterized by extreme mood swings. You can be on an emotional high, which is either called mania or hypomania, or a low called depression. I have had all three of these. I've I've been manic, I've been hypomanic, and I've been severely depressed for months at a time. Unfortunately, most people think when they hear the word mental illness, that people are crazy. We do have a chemical imbalance in our brains And that makes us do or say things that we wouldn't under ordinary circumstances sometimes. However, 99% of the time, we are perfectly fine and in our right frame of mind. And with proper medical help, people can have happy, productive lives, have a job if they choose, and go on and have a great career in spite of this label.
0: What practices and strategies did you adopt to overcome this disorder? Have you updated some of them from time to time?
1: Some of the things I did to help myself learn to manage this illness was I became medication compliant. I took whatever the doctor told me to take. I knew this was key to my recovery. But I also did a lot of things that doctors don't tell you to do. I read over 200 self-help and motivational books in a 10-year period. Some of them were about depression and bipolar disorder. Others were general self-help books. I went to a Support for Depression group and talked to other people who were depressed. They knew what I was going through and I didn't feel so alone. I had a social worker that I talked to monthly when I wasn't well enough to work part-time, I did volunteer work. I always felt a strong need to give back to my community. And it's funny, the famous psychiatrist, Carl Menninger, said when asked what advice he would give someone who was on the verge of a nervous breakdown, and he said, lock up your house, go across the railway tracks and find someone in need and do something to help that person. This was key to my recovery. I always found people that needed my help so I could feel good about myself helping them. Another thing that really helped me was praying. I have a very strong faith. I believe in a higher power. I knew somehow, some way, something good would come out of my illness. I journaled. Sometimes I would just write down anything that came to my mind. There were many days I couldn't even think of three things that I was grateful for to write down. But other days I would get deeper into my thoughts, and my books are based on my journals. Another thing I did was whenever I came across a motivational saying that resonated with me, I would. Write it on a note and post it in my apartment and read it hundreds of times a day. One of my favorites is by Deepak Chopra, and I believe this 100%. You can believe the diagnosis, not the prognosis. You can believe the diagnosis, not the prognosis. This was key for me. I had to finally come to terms with the fact that I had bipolar disorder but i would never believe that i couldn't work full time again another saying that i really like is i don't give up i don't give in i don't take no for an answer
0: those were some really motivating sayings thank you for sharing would you like to give us a gist about your book the f book
1: about 12 or 14 years ago i realized there were seven words all starting with the letter f that led to my recovery. And this is what the F book, Seven Fs to Creating Your Fantastic Future is based on. Those seven words are family, friends, fun, fitness, fulfillment, finances, and faith. When I left my marriage, within a year, I started making friends my own age. And this is key. I started having fun again. What having fun did for me was it increased the happiness chemicals in my brain, such as dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, and endorphins. I have not had a major depression in about 16 years, because I make sure every day, every week, every month, I have something fun to do. On a daily basis, it might just be for five minutes. It might be watching a favorite TV show, knitting, doing my puzzle book, working on a jigsaw puzzle, playing cards with friends. But I make sure I have something fun to do every day because that is what changes the chemicals in your brains and increases all those happiness chemicals. My faith, as I said, has always played a major role in my life. I used to pray every day that someone or something would show me how to get myself out of this mess. One of my most exciting prayers to be answered was when I was waking up at 4.30 every morning for three weeks, and I finally got mad and wrote in my journal, Dear God, I'm getting sick and tired of waking up this time of day. If there is something you want me to do please make it abundantly clear because I just want to go back to sleep. I drifted in and out of sleep for three hours that morning and when I finally woke up five words were going around in my head. That very day I started writing the book I'd been dreaming about for years. It is called My Journey Back to Myself. It is out of print right now however you can buy the F book on Amazon Or you can go to my website and there is a button there to click on it to buy my book from Amazon. The book is called The F-Book, 7 Fs to Creating Your Fantastic Future. My website is myjourneybacktomyself.ca
0: Well, I would highly recommend to all my beautiful listeners to buy Lynn's recently published book. Find the link in the episode description. It would be really amazing if you can recommend one of the self-help books that played a huge role in your journey to recovery.
1: The first book I read that really had a big impact on me was When I Say No, I Feel Guilty. I had been a people pleaser up to that point in my life. I always wanted everybody else to be happy and did what everybody else wanted me to do because I didn't want to make any problems or issues with people. And I had to change my people-pleasing ways and learn to be happy with me instead of trying to make everyone else happy. Another book that was really useful was called Boundaries. It's about how we all need to learn how to let into our close circle of friends. Now, my close circle of friends are people that encourage and support me in following my dreams. I don't have time for people that are naysayers or think I can't do this. I just limit the amount of time I spend with some people.
0: Would you like to shed some light over your work of being an inspirational speaker, success coach, as well as author? How do you juggle between these three?
1: As an inspirational speaker, I did this from 2006 to 8, speaking about my recovery. And I wasn't making a living at it. And that's when I decided to go back to work. I did over 100 talks in two years at mental health centers, hospitals, libraries, rotary clubs, and I was living the life of my dreams. But like I said, I wasn't making a living. Also in 2008, I received the Marilyn Nearing Award from a Nonprofit in our community for the work I was doing in the mental health field. They recognized the value in what I was teaching people and telling people. As I said before, you can believe the diagnosis, not the prognosis. So then after doing these talks, I knew I needed to get back to work in a traditional job, making some money. I was in a lot of debt and I had to find a way. I wanted to work full-time because, to me, that meant that I had learned to manage this illness successfully. So I went back to work full-time, and in 2016, I got downsized. I didn't know what I was going to do um, for money. I ended up becoming a virtual assistant for six years, doing administrative tasks and bookkeeping for small business owners. And now 2022 has been a year of change for me again, where I have decided I need to get back to being an inspirational speaker because that is what I love to do. I want everybody to know that no matter what illness you're facing, no matter what crisis you are facing in your life, you can overcome it. You can manage it. You need to be strong. You need to believe in yourself. It can be managed. The F book was originally written back in 2007 when I was doing these talks and realized that those seven words had been instrumental in my recovery. So I spent this spring and summer updating it and self-publishing it and getting some help with self-publishing. And there's also a workbook to go along with it. So the idea is you purchase the book, you read a chapter, and then you do the exercises in the workbook. And my success coaching plan is based on the F book. If you want to have a happier, healthier, more joy-filled life, I recommend following the seven Fs, family, friends, fun, fitness, fulfillment, finances, and faith. And most importantly, make sure you are having fun in your life every single day. That is crucial for your mental well-being.
0: That's really amazing, Lynn. How do you weigh success in an individual's life? What is your definition of success?
1: I believe success is a very individual thing. Some people measure it by the money they make, Some people measure it by the home they live in, the car they drive. Those are material successes. I measure my success by my relationships with other people. First of all, with myself, I have to be happy with who I am. Secondly, with my children, they are my rocks. And my aunt, she has been there for me through good times and bad the last 20 years. So success for me is not about money. It's about helping people. I'm successful when I'm helping people learn. There is no problem so great it can't be solved.
0: Lynn, that's very enlightening. Any one coping strategy that you would like to share with our audience?
1: In terms of coping strategies, I believe the Solution for any illness, physical or mental, is 25% medication and 75% working on yourself and your issues. If all you do is take a pill for diabetes, let's say, and you don't change your diet, your diabetes will progressively get worse. If all you do is take a pill for depression or bipolar disorder, and you don't do the work on yourself, it will not get any better. You will be stuck where you have been. It's just like you make one small change in your life and that leads to other changes. I know it can be very hard when you're in the throes of depression or mania to make changes, but you have to step back and say, okay, what can I do differently to have a better life.
0: Completely agree. Any message do you have for our listeners? My parting message,
1: I'm gonna say it again. I think I've said it three times already. You can believe the diagnosis, not the prognosis. It does not matter what label you are given. You can have a better life. Don't ever, ever, ever let another human being tell you how you are going to live your life. You and only you are in charge of your present circumstances and future. Once again, my website is myjourneybacktomyself.ca or .com. They'll both get you there. My phone number is 898-0727 And my email address is lynn at myjourneybacktomyself.ca. The F book, Seven Fs to Creating Your Fantastic Future can be purchased on Amazon. And the workbook is also available there as well. Thank you very much for having me on your show, Mitali. It's been really a pleasure to speak to you.
0: That's a wonderful message, Lynn. Thank you for your time. It was lovely having you on the show you can reach out to Lynn through her website find the link in the episode description so with this we come to an end of this episode hope you liked it and the feedback would definitely do wonders i would really appreciate it if you can subscribe to self talk show more episodes and more awareness is coming your way so stay tuned and keep self talking you can reach out to me for questions queries or suggestions at www.selftalkshow.com or email me at showselftalk@gmail.com at or through social media pages on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Thank you again and see you with another episode.